Thomas Hop in your TARDISes. You're listening to Doctor Huh? <laughs> wretched. Wretched. Huh? Wretched. Of course, this is the first one that you're going to let me intro, because this is the first... Oh, my <laughs> Christ. All right. Well, now that I've ruined my day... Uh, Hey, so I was looking at the uh, I was looking at the internet. Well, you're hold on, you're getting distracted. For you, we're not done introing the podcast. Oh, right, right. We have to do our funny nicknames. Uh, I'm your I'm your big silly smiler, Jordan Canning. <laughs> I'm Sam Canning, and I've been a bad boy. <laughs> so uh, ah! you, you might have noticed that we're not talking about IMDb. Show ratings. Uh, I don't have to explain it. We're doing this. Yeah, we're doing this now. Um, it's been about six months since the end of Kylex Y. That feels way too recent. Uh huh. Um, so now we're talking about a sh- uh, for a change of pace. We're talking about a a strange boy with a huge brain and his adventures. <laughs> well. Uh, so a little background. When I was a lad... The backgrounds on this show are really good. They are quite good. Um, When I was... I must have been 14 years old. I watched a... And I was a freshman in high school. And I watched a little show called Doctor Who. Um, And you don't know what that show is. Nobody's ever heard of this show. A lot of people... Mm. A lot of people, they see it and they go, Who? And that's a little joke that we're going to make a lot, um, I think, is... As we're going to make that joke. Anyway, uh, this is a very obscure British television show um, about a, uh, a funny, quirky British boy who looks different sometimes. <laughs> and his time-traveling adventures with a, with a hapless witness that he drags into his iconic blue time machine that looks like a police... Sound like anything you're listening Sound- <laughs> to right now? <laughs> the fuck? Anyway, but we're watching it with a twist, listeners. Whoa! This is a totally original podcast concept where we're watching Doctor Who in a random order. Shout out to the Island Shuffle, whoever yeah, shout- that is. Whoever that is. Uh, so we are going to be watching Doctor Who, a random episode, each week or time or whenever we uh, we do this. I don't want to commit to anything yet. Um, and I believe... And we should finish this show in a... About one thousand uh, years, years? Yeah. fifteen years. Yeah. Um. I. I. I have. We've. We've talked briefly about this, and our current idea is that we're going to limit it to, for at least the time being, we're going to limit it to the like two thousands BBC reboot of Doctor Who. Mainly because I don't know where to watch the rest. Yeah, I don't know where to watch the rest, but it is entirely possible that at some point we'll wa- we'll open it up to the like black and white. <laughs> stuff from the 1960s or whatever i still want to say that i think it would have been really funny if the podcast was called finding winston and we watched until we randomed an episode with winston churchill in it (laughs) well then this would be our last episode because he is in this episode oh shit right okay well let's just call it (laughs) good um, we're going to meet a lot of fun characters throughout history. Um, we're also going to meet a lot of very strange looking British men. Um, 
And this week's flavor... I thought the prosthetics on, on this actor who played the doctor in this episode yeah. were pretty, pretty busted. Pretty busted, yeah. His face... That's really like, mean. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't mean that. <laughs> That's not nice. Uh, it's not Matt, Small- Matt Smith's fault that his face looks like that. He makes well, it work. They, they, they make he it look a, bad with the hair. He made a whole career out of having a face that looks like that. Like... To- Honest to God, though, when I see him in any other role, he, I'm like, yeah. oh, he doesn't always look like that. I know. I, they so, make him look like that. So just before we, before we, I, I, I have decided, we've decided, uh, because I have, I've watched about, well, not recently, but I've watched about seven seasons of this show. Um, and I have a lot of context and I will provide you with none of it. Thank you. Uh, you will go in completely blind. I have a general idea. No, 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 no. I, mm-hmm. I've seen, I think, the first three uh, Ecclesodes. Mm, Ecclesodes. I like that. I like Why? that. But, yeah, so I I know I know a few bits and pieces. I know the TARDIS, bigger on the inside. I know the sonic screwdriver. <laughs> I know wibbly wobbly timey wibbly. <laughs> That's not even from Eccleston. I like the part where where Matt Smith pulls out his sonic turkey and points it at the thing. <laughs> I don't actually know if it makes a sound. It goes like it goes. I know the Daleks. Oh, those funny guys! I can't wait till we get an episode with those silly little goobers. I mean, um, a funny thing about watching it in a random order is... Uh, I think it's the, going to improve our viewing experience. I'm, well, I'm what legit- I really liked was getting a next time on Doctor Who and being like, yep, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and I'm being serious about this, I think that watching the show in a random order is the ideal way to watch it. Because this show is like self-contained, mostly self-contained storylines. And then sometimes they try to like link them all together with a thing. And that mm-hmm. thing always sucks. So if you just watch it in random order and you only get the stupid time traveling adventure bullshit that's generally not very good, uh, I think that'll make it better. I think it'll improve. You think it's our... better if all that you get out of it is the worst part of it? <laughs> well, no, I think the worst part of it is like when they try to make the show have a have a have a through line. Okay. Well, should we say what episode we watched? Yes. Um we are watching uh we are watching Series series five. We don't call them seasons in this in this part uh-uh. of the world. Mm-mm. This is episode two of series five, The Beast Below. Um, this is the second episode starring of series five. That's of series right. five. It is the well second. Done. <laughs> I think this is really funny because we didn't get the episode where we meet the new doctor or the new companion. We met uh-huh. the episode after that, so that so it's just like back to business, back to stupid. I, time I was pretty bullshit. happy with getting the second episode. I know. I was. I was like, excellent. This is great. For, for the record, this was written by Stephen Moffat and directed by Andrew. Uh, boo! I fucking hate Stephen Moffat. I think he's a terrible writer, and I. Think I... Here's my experience with Stephen Moffat. It's mm-hmm. this episode mm-hmm. and the three episodes of Sherlock that I watched, which, to be fair, when I watched them, I did think did they like were pretty them. good. I, I also thought th- that this episode was pretty good. I think it's okay. I um my So here's my take. I think that Doctor Who is kind of the UK's version of Star Trek in that it's some largely self-contained uh, space adventure series where the quality is usually somewhere in the middle, and then sometimes it's really, really, really good, and then sometimes it's really, 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 really bad. It's also uh, like Star Trek in that when the end credits started, I was really expecting it to go, ba 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 but it didn't. Uh, 
I was like, what? Are, I was, that's not the music for any of the Star Trek uh, credits. So you really confused me there. Wait, um, is that not is that not Next Generation? Next Generation, someone that goes like, ba 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 ba. Right, maybe that's what I was just, doing. Oh, I just didn't just do a very good job. Of tone it. definitely. Um, so, in my, in my defense, I haven't watched it in like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, this is the first Doctor Who. Uh, this is our first exposure to, uh, and I think that I think that like breaking the show up into seasons is not as important as breaking the show up into Doctors. Uh huh. And well, we don't do that anyway because we do break it up into series. Yeah, series. Uh, so this is our first exposure to Doctor Eleven or Doctor Eleven. Uh, how do you like him so far? Um, I can see why he's popular on Tumblr. He was oh, Tumblr yeah. to me. <laughs> he is Tumblr to me. He is. Um, I'll tell you something. Uh, to calm, throw myself under the bus a little bit, he was my favorite Doctor when I was fourteen. I mean, I'm sure I would have loved him as a fourteen year old too. Very I, random. I do want to say. I do want to yeah. say. Uh. To give some credit to Stephen Moffat, I did read that he says that this is one of his least favorite Doctor Who episodes that he wrote because he said it's kind of a mess. So it is kind of a mess. He he is right. He is that right. does make me want to see what he wrote that was good. He he wrote some some real bangers during the like Eccleston years. Um, but this one's not one. But this one's okay. I mean, it's like it's not bad. I mean, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, it it has some very heavy dark weighty themes that it does not at all rise to the occasion of <laughs> they single-handedly dismantle the police state but you don't see it happen <laughs> they just tell you that they did it yeah i mean because because the show it's not like it was a again it was pretty dark but like it's like a family show like kids watch the show yeah this is a very popular show for for young people is this my understanding and yeah so they you definitely got that sense of like they need it to be like tied up with a neat little bow in the way that any children's show is at the end of the episode which didn't really work for how challenging the premise was (laughs) Yeah, I will say, I will say, there are definitely some episodes that do, like, people do die on this show. Like, people oh, do, I, uh, there is, like, death and, and stuff. I mean, what what is the, uh, what is that story, like, the ones who turn away from Omelos, is that what it's called? What are you talking about? What? Oh, well, okay, well, forget, forget that then. <laughs> the, if you don't know what it is, then I'm not going to talk about it, but the it's a story like this that is predicated on the question of like what if a society only functioned by causing immense suffering to one particular victim Mm. except that this story takes that very heavy premise and then has a character push the solve button and then everyone claps (laughs) And then it it's ends. literally, you press the button that makes it good. And then the episode, <laughs> like, like, there's no nuance to it. They just press the good button and then it becomes good all of a sudden. Yeah, and everyone goes, oh shit, I didn't realize that that button would fix everything we immediately. Could have been, we could have been nice this whole time. Are you serious? We didn't need to, we didn't need to have the creepy, like, the creepy guys. Yeah, the other thing about it that I think is a real big problem is that uh, the whole premise is very convoluted in a way of, like, in order to justify 
this this very heavy premise of like we need to torture this creature to to get by in order to justify that they have to introduce a lot of really weird like narrative knots that i just don't think really make sense this is like the short story that your english teacher makes you read in ninth grade and is like the, your first exposure to like wow really makes you think but it's like it's so it's so basic and I want to know, I want the ep- this, the prequel episode of this where they actually build the UK ship. <laughs> I want to know how that happened. How long did it take them? Uh, long enough that everybody else on Earth got sick of waiting and left. <laughs> I really like that the UK was the last country to leave. Like, everybody, everybody is like, <laughs> we're out of here. Should we should we uh, yeah. start at the beginning? Absolutely. Uh, so we begin Doctor Who series one episode one. <laughs> so there's this old guy and he's named the Doctor. Okay. So um, the first exposure to this to this civilization that we have is that if you get a zero on an assignment, you are deemed <laughs> you must die. No. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. I knew you were gonna fucking say that. If you get a zero on an assignment, they don't. Let sentence you, you to death. They make they you walk home. you to having to walk up the and stairs. And then if you try, and if you try to take the elevator, that is the crime. Then they sentence you to death. Then they sentence you to death. So, little boy, I, <laughs> I gotta say, my experience coming into this with no context was so fucking weird. Where I'm like, all right, let's see what this episode of Doctor Who has to offer. And it's like children in a classroom, and a robot is like. Timmy, zero out of ten. You must are right use back. stairs. <laughs> Sorry, what is this show? I mean, it's, uh, it is my understanding that that's just what the British education system is like. You just they make you take the stairs if you don't turn in your homework. Yeah. Okay. So we need to we need to say right right here right at the top in this in this weird messed up world that we're gonna see in this episode, and I assume never again. Every like every ten feet. There's a thing that looks like one of those, like, mechanical fortune teller booths, but there's, like, a smiling man in a robe inside of it. And then if you do a bad, if you do a sin, the head turns around and he's The head frowning. turns and then it's frowning. And then, and then, then if, if you, you do, do a, a real bad, then it, it turns, turns around again and that, it's, like, glowing red eyes that pissed third, off. Where's that third? I'll, I'll tell you, I fucking love these guys. I think they're great. Um, they're pretty great. I, I, what I wanted to say about them is that... I I just called them machines for the first like ninety percent of my notes, and then out of nowhere, at, they start like, calling them right smilers. at the end of the episode. Yeah, like the doctor's just like, oh, the smilers. Yeah, yeah, the smilers. Uh huh, the smilers. This is one you of know, those the things smilers. that like. This is one of those things where I know, I know that like there's toys and books and and stuff like that with all these creatures in them mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. they gotta all have names and they gotta yeah, all have, yeah 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 they gotta all have a gimmick the uh, doctor who compendium yeah <laughs> for sure and you know we're gonna meet up i think I, I feel like that's something every episode has like a creature or like a weird alien or something so uh-huh uh yeah so start. basically the, like the smiler guys. the smiler is grading all the kids uh <laughs> There's one little nervous boy, and he's nervous for good reason. Because he's, he's gonna just, die. He's just the worst, it seems. Yeah. Every other kid gets, like, a hundred percent, and then he gets a zero. Uh, I'm gonna be his... honest. If I was little Timmy, and I lived in a society where when kids don't do their homework, they disappear forever, I would just do my homework every day. <laughs> I don't understand this kid's deal. Rip to Timmy, but we're different. <laughs> 
literally. I think, I think the girl here is his sister, maybe Mandy, maybe. But yeah, so they they go into the into the hall after the the smiler goes frowny uh, and says that Billy's a fuck up. He and... has to walk back to each each like tower in this in this spaceship is like a different city. Yeah, so she's, she's like, like you'll have up. to walk home, Billy. Timmy, I mean, sorry. And he's like, walk home, but London is twenty decks away. It is. Also, in this society, just to I'm show you how- I'm going to be doing this every episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, every episode. Uh, in this episode, or in this fucked up society, they call them Vaders instead of Elevators. Yeah. Very futuristic. Why? Yeah, what why? is the point? And then- 900 years in the future, we've gotten <laughs> sick of saying Elevator. And then Timmy's like, oh, I'm not walking up these bloody stairs. I'm getting in the elevator. Sorry, let me do that. Let me translate this. Ah, fuck this shit. I'm gonna get into- I'm gonna take the elevator. Yeah! <laughs> what the hell was that? That was worse than the British accent. That was my, my British- That was me trying to do, like, a stereotypical southern accent, but I think because I was going from British accent, I did, like, British person doing a southern accent. Well, I'm getting this here dadgum elevator in it. <laughs> I'm gonna get three cups of soda in this elevator. Uh, this is gets, good. We're, we're getting this out of our system, so we never have to never do it do again, this again next time, for sure, uh, definitely. When you sit on this spaceship, a little girl reads you a poem about how the spaceship is a big creature, and then you die. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Why so he, did that he gets in the next Vater, uh, because he's like, I'm not walking up all those fucking stairs. But then the the mean man who we find out later they're called winders because they have wind up keys around their neck. I don't really know why they have those. The, I think but they they're, do. They're it's because they're like human smiler cyborg hybrids, and the smilers spoilers. are like they're like. Yeah, I oh, love the this. other. There's the winders, the smilers, and the spoilers. This is one of the things. Uh, maybe I'm reading into it. This is such an "Are we the baddies?" kind of moment, where it's like when you were creating these scary, fucked up, smiling men. <laughs> was somebody at any point just like this seems? This seems bad. We should well, maybe that's not. What I'm saying about not justifying it is when we find out who set this system up. It's it's right? just, it's going to be very weird. But we'll get there. We'll so get these there. are like black robed evil men. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a police state where everyone has to be happy, except that everyone is just clearly being terrorized the whole time, right. and they're not even pretending. <laughs> Anyways, if you take the elevator and you didn't do your homework, the, what? the floor... Uh, sorry, if you take the Vader when you didn't do your homework, the floor opens up and you fall into a bottomless pit and die. Bye! And, but, but not before a little girl on a screen reads you a poem about how the big spaceship is actually a giant creature. This is a reference to the iconic British test card, for the record. It's the little girl with, I think, the little clown. I don't know what this means. That doesn't mean anything to us, but someone will look at it and go, ah, okay, great. Uh, I just like the fact that, like, it's so obvious that the spaceship is on a big creature, but they say in the poem, we all depend on the beast below, or whatever. That's so it's funny. Like, I accept no love from the beast below, and it's like... It's, I completely forgot that I just wrote a girl says a rhyme. I didn't make any note of what she was saying. I didn't think about why she was saying it. It's that just all like I wrote the episode, girl says a rhyme. Moving the on. episode's called The Beast Below. I wonder what the, the, the I wonder what the deal is. Who um, cares? Who cares? Um we meet we now we're now we're with our our two uh current main characters of this time. 
the eleventh Doctor, played by Matt Smith, and uh, his companion Amy Pond, played by uh, breakout Gillen, star Karen Gillan, who I think is like a Marvel now or was a Marvel at some point. Sure. This is, like, uh, the first role that I know of her in. And he's going to kill her by throwing her into space, is what it yeah, looked like he was doing. he's, like, dangling her out of the TARDIS in space by her ankle, and she's like, Wahoo! Also, uh, Amy Pond is wearing a, a nightgown for this episode, uh, and I I do remember that, that it takes a while to go away. Arthur Dent <laughs> reference. Yeah, well, so, do, you know that, do you know that Arthur Dent, like, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy... Uh, began as Douglas Adams writing a Doctor Who script that got rejected. Is that right? I didn't know yeah. that. It's uh, specifically the Cricket Men. That oh, was okay. uh, his. Uh, that was his Doctor Who script, and then he said, oh, "I'll just make it my own thing." Then, huh? Tio. Um, uh, yeah. So Amy Pond basically says, uh, "I'm I'm I'm going to assume because she says." I had an imaginary friend when I was seven. Last night he came back. I'm assuming that that means that the doctor, like, used to visit her when she was a oh, child. Very astute. Good job. And then he stopped showing up, but then he comes back again the day before her wedding. Oh, Amy Pond getting married. I wonder what's going on there. This is going to be so hard for me because I know all this shit, but we're never going to, we're never going <laughs> to experience any of these plot threads in a way that makes sense. I mean, I, I have to say, Mm-hmm. Because when I wrote my notes on this, I thought nothing of it. But then some stuff happened later. Because they said, uh, she said last night, my friend came back the night before my wedding. And look, I don't think that the doctor broke up her wedding and fucked her. But <laughs> some shit is said later that makes me think that the 11th doctor is a horny bastard. <laughs> I mean, look at him. I didn't care for it when it came up. I, I mean, I'll just what... say what it is right now. Yeah. A character heavily implies that he fucked Queen Elizabeth the First. I believe, I believe heavily implies that he took her virginity. Because well, Elizabeth the First was known as the Virgin Queen. Ah, uh. and someone says the Virgin Queen. <laughs> I think not, you bad boy. Jesus, and I that, cannot. I mean, Based on what little information I have about this man, it kind of sounds like he's just going all through time and fucking everyone. (laughs) That's the doctor's MO is that he travels through time and just, like, spreads his seed to... It's the the prime erective. (laughs) Speaking of the prime erective, speaking... I'm glad you brought that up. Speaking of the prime directive, uh, the doctor says a line in this scene about being in a time traveler, about how he doesn't like to uh, change... The timeline, and he's an that observer. Is a, that is a line just exclusively a... said so that we know that it's going to happen every episode. Oh, yeah. It's it's so not his thing. I don't know why he says it. It's like, I, once again, I'm going to be making Star Trek comparisons, and it's like, I don't fucking know why he said that there was a prime directive. It's it's never been his thing. I mean, it's Donald Duck telling you that you can't meddle in Kingdom Hearts. That's and you're like, they, I yeah. know that that's the only thing I'm going to do. Why even bother <laughs> saying it, Donald? Um so, let's see. Oh, they see a uh, they see a big spaceship called the Starship UK. Um and as as he's threatening to kill Amy Pond by releasing her into the vacuum of space, um he legitimately he's... gets distracted, goes back into the TARDIS and she has to be like Hey, I'm I'm literally like dangling off the edge of the TARDIS, and I could fall into space and die. Please help. 
That's okay. He extended the air shell. It's fine. He's very quirky. Um, so apparently in the 29th century, uh, solar flares destroyed the earth and everyone decided they had enough of the United Kingdom and left. And then that is then, shocking. That is shocking that we made it that far. I'm genuinely surprised. And I also am shocked that every country managed to, uh, put their whole situation on a ship instead of like, the United Including States. southern, the yeah. southern half of Ireland, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they we had cut their... the island in half and send the southern half into space. There's a whole, like, political, there's a whole political thing going on in this episode where they're like, Scotland has their own ship. I love, because, <laughs> I mean, back to Star Trek, isn't there a thing in some season of Star Trek where they're like, ah, the, the Irish reunification of 20 whatever. Right, yeah. In this, they're like, no, didn't happen. Also, Never. Ireland physically cut itself in half, and they the southern half went into space alone. <laughs> they went. They literally got like Southern Ireland got away from the Earth before the United Kingdom did. Which Bugs just... Bunny sawed it in half. <laughs> I'm just surprised that America didn't like take all of the natural resources from Earth and run and leave everybody <laughs> leave everybody on the on the Earth to burn. Yeah, so, yeah, so everyone had to flee the Earth because of the solar flares. They made themed country spaceships. <laughs> I want to see the rest of these. I want an episode that is set well, in, Well, check like, out the... G-Gundam. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Like, what is, I mean, let's be honest, the American spaceship, everyone on that ship died in, like, a month. Oh, I mean, they all I doubt other. that America made it to the 29th century. <laughs> You're right. But yeah, he's, he specifically says that this is Starship UK. They physically bolted together all of Great Britain and Northern Ireland and sent it into space. I think that we should do this right now. I think it would be a good idea. And I think that okay. the people, I think the people like, the like UK, right now, right now, okay. I think, yeah, I mean, I just think it would be a good idea. All right. Well, you know, our parents are going to be nope. caught up in the <laughs> oh, God. i just want to know how long it took <laughs> how long <laughs> well did it we're take about to... to find out let's go <laughs> goodbye uh, mom and dad so yeah the doctor lies and says let's go check out the spaceship but remember no meddling ha ha he he and he winks at the camera and then they all go they go down onto the ship it's all dirty and fucked I, up I did, inside I, t- I will say i i did like the the gag of uh while she is pondering how difficult it must be not pondering. to meddle. Pondering. She, like, looks over to to him, and he's already gone, and she looks back at the screen, and he's already on the ship and meddling. He loves to meddle. It's his favorite I did, thing. I did think that was pretty good. Not to, not to, uh, not to consistently, I don't want to spend too much time dunking on Matt Smith's face in this show. <laughs> I, I, I don't either. I promise I'll stop. I just... I just, I just, I, I don't understand his magic vanishing eyebrows. Like sometimes you can see them and sometimes you can't. His it's, what? His eyebrows that they come and go as they please. Oh, I, I didn't notice. Anyways, he looks, he looks good on House of the Dragon. I'll he say did. that. That, I, that's the thing is I only know him from screenshots of Doctor Who. So when I heard he was going to be on House of the Dragon, I was like, that's going to look terrible. He's so fucking and then, good on Hot D too. And then like, I. And then I saw what he looked like on it, and I was like, oh, he actually doesn't look like, bad. Going, going Why does back, he look like that on this show? Going back to this show, I mean, first of all, he's, he's, he's like 12 years younger. Uh, he's, uh, and they put him in the 
dorkiest nerd outfit that you've ever seen and and i don't know if he's wearing a bow tie but if he's not he is he's he's wearing a bow tie okay Um, and uh you know then he's wearing two bow ties he's wearing a spiritually yeah uh he looks good on hot d i don't know what happened like i don't know if he just aged good i don't know how old he was when this show aired uh, but I honestly just think it's the way they made him look that they just made him look like shit for some reason. <laughs> they were like, you look very British. You need to look excruciatingly British. I remember when the show was coming out, people who, people who liked Matt Smith said that he was good at playing an alien like a an alien and not a person. I will say I I think he he is good at playing this character. I don't much like this character. No, I don't like. He's very. But tumbling. he plays it really well. Yeah, he, he's good at playing like an annoying random British man. Yeah, like no no shade to Matt Smith, despite everything that we've been saying about him. <laughs> I said I liked him on House of the Dragon. I'm complimenting. <laughs> I him. haven't seen it. I don't. I like him, but not like that. Like the way that some people on Twitter like him, where he's the he's the precious cinnamon roll boy. Um, I also don't like how volatile Matt Smith Doctor is on this show. Mm. I don't know why he has like Tim Heidecker rage compilation sometimes. <laughs> Fuck <Like>. God. <laughs> he so yeah. Let's he, get back well, to our yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not against that, but he he uh, they're in this market on on the Starship UK. Uh, She's like, oh, I'm on the, I'm on a marketplace on a spaceship thousands of years, centuries in the future in my 90. What am I like? I don't, Uh, one thing real quick. Amy Pond has this, like, like, I think that, you know how there's all those different types of time travel? Like, you see, mm. how, here's other time. I don't think the show, like, deals with any of that. I do, Amy Pond seems to, to think that an identical copy of her has been left on Earth. Well, I got the sense that she was just like, because she I talks about like, what I will do, like when I like, when I been... go when I do get mm. dropped off, am I going to marry him? Seems yeah. to be what she's wondering. Will the doctor get me pregnant before my wedding? She thinks. Well, um, I don't like that. I don't like your uh, the doctor is going to have sex with Amy Pond thing because reminder that he was her childhood imaginary friend. <laughs> I don't like it either. Yeah, um, it doesn't happen. I don't, so. I don't, I didn't expect it to. I just, thinking about the, the Queen Elizabeth thing and thinking about him visiting her the night before her wedding just set off some alarm bells. Anyway. Uh, they see, they see the, the homework girl from before crying because her friend fell down a big hole. <laughs> Get over it. So yeah, he, he basically is like, you need to learn to observe because if you truly look around at this whole situation, you will see that this is a police state on the brink of collapse. Yeah, it's the fucking United Kingdom. It's a police <laughs> and the state way on that the... he <laughs> the way that he demonstrates this is that he he goes up to a guy with a glass of water and he grabs it off the table, puts it on the ground, and then like stares at it and then puts it back on the table. I will say, with what we find out later, he's trying to see if it's vibrating. Which it would still be doing if it was on the table, so I don't know what the point of that was supposed to be. <laughs> well, they have anti-vibrational tables in this spaceship, <laughs> just in case. Oh, it's twentieth century, the twenty-ninth century. It's amazing. Tables don't vibrate anymore. When does uh, when does the doctor talk about his tragic backstory with his people? That's that's in a little ways. Okay. Uh, uh, Amy asks him why he put the glass on the ground, and he 
it, he turns into Benedict Cumberbatch for a moment. I know. Says, I was I don't know. Say, I think I think so much. I think I, so fast. It's hard I, to keep track of all my thoughts. This is the shit. This is Stephen Moffat shit. And I hate it. I hate when yeah. the, the doctor doesn't explain what he's doing. It I rolled really, my eyes pretty hard at that yeah, one. Like, why would he not tell her? It's because he doesn't want to tell the viewer what he thinks, and it's supposed to be he's so clever. He, well, he says he says that he thinks too much to keep track of his own thoughts. He's got Isn't ADHD. Impressive? What'd you say? He's, I said he's got ADHD. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they they see Mandy crying, and uh, he he basically says what's notable is not that there's a crying child. But that she's crying silently, which means that she's trying not to draw attention to herself, which is not why children usually cry, meaning she can't hold it in, but she doesn't want anyone to know. And that means that someone is is watching. This is a police state and that there's big scary robots. and, And because they can't see who's watching, it means that they're always being watched from the shadows. I don't think they're being watched from the shadows. Those little smiley guys are everywhere. Well, yeah, I mean, he says shadows as a metaphor. But yeah, it, I, it is funny that he's like, we can't see where we're being watched from. And it's like, there's a hundred cameras in the form of weird, creepy robots. <laughs> Once again, I, I got to talk to the like aesthetic designer of this police state. Um, yeah, so, oh, in the middle of this, though, we see another robed man with a wind-up key on his on his neck. I say on like he's wearing it like a necklace. I mean, right. uh, he reports to another guy who we will later learn is named Hawthorne. And Hawthorne is like in a security room with all the cameras. And he says, we're under orders to tell her. So he calls her on her. the phone. And it's a woman who's like in a big, long red robe. She's got a white mask on the floor and a bunch of glasses of water also. <gasps> what? What? And she says, in her best Joss Whedon impression, did the man do the thing? She says, it's right behind me, isn't it? What is this dialogue? Did he do the thing? Did he do the thing? It just makes no sense. Shut up. Shut up. And then she puts on a scary, creepy mask. Yeah. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. Uh, So... Yeah, what what happens next? Oh, she asks the doctor. Amy asks the doctor if he's a parent, and he dodges the question. Don't don't you don't, tell me? Yeah, have but no fucking. That was clue weird. You, yeah, very strange. I don't think Doctor Who has children. Well, but not not any that does. not any that he takes care of. But we've already established that he's <laughs> spreading his seed across the, the timeline. <laughs> he's the father so. of many queens. <laughs> When we meet the queen later, she's like, ah, my great, 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 grandfather. It's my great, great grandfather and my great, great, great grandfather and my great, 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 great grandfather. It's every, every other generation. He comes back and he, 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 he's a nasty, nasty man. Yeah. That's why the inbred, that's why inbreeding is such a problem. It's not because in the royal lineages, it's not because they're all, banging each other it's because they're all only have children with doctor who yeah they only have children with the doctor and he's constantly coming back he's a nasty boy he's Um, not great in terms of that uh so yeah he he points out that not only is there a child uh like quietly crying but also all the passing adults are annoying her Uh, sorry ignoring her (laughs) (laughs) they're all walking up to her like hey asshole they're they're ignoring her which means that they also are are being watched, which 
is not it doesn't add anything to know that but thank you for pointing that out i really enjoy this police state where the main part of the police state is to keep the secret of what the spaceship's propulsion system is right uh but also on the side there's a rule that no children are allowed to cry in public or something and you can't comfort you can't comfort a crying child the thing is like they they're like doing a thing where it feels like it's like a fucking every like a we happy few everyone must experience joy at all times but i don't think that's actually a part of it i don't know why they're it's very like gesturing towards that being the premise when it doesn't seem to be maybe this is a part of british culture that i don't understand is you know it's like they speak in a different language in that country stiff upper lip i guess but i mean i guess they do have to pretend to be happy because there's the smilers it just doesn't really feel like it plays into anything that's going on that they have to pretend to be happy yep um this is when the doctor uh steals (laughs) the child's uh id card i did think it was funny when he gives uh amy like yeah the girl's id or whatever and he's like i i took it off of her when i bumped into her took me four tries (laughs) This is fucking Assassin's Creed pickpocketing or something. I wanna, like, I'm mad, though, that they didn't include the scene of him just repeatedly bumping into this ch- child. I like to imagine that it's like he's loading saves. Like, he gets back in the TARDIS <laughs> and goes back in time five seconds before he did that. Yeah, there's there's four Doctor Whos all standing <laughs> next to each other. Oh, man, imagine if there was more than one Doctor at once. That would be something. Uh so they're gonna go learn uh he tells amy pond to go follow the child around mm-hmm. and learn about what if, what if there was a fucked up city um there was another weird thing in here that didn't feel like it fit into the police state thing that was like everything here is dirty but look at the machines they're pristine have you ever been to a city before <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, the police the police cameras are going to be very well maintained in this city. You're right. So this this will come up later. Is that she's like, oh, so you said that you never interfere with anything unless there's children crying, and he says, yeah, yeah, it's Fair a enough. theme. It's a theme. Um, I mean, it's not a or, terrible rule. Or if I or if he's bored, <laughs> like he, he, <laughs> yeah, just nothing's happening that week. If he needs to make an episode of Doctor Who happen, he'll generally interfere. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, and that she she goes and finds uh, Mandy later because she has the girl's address from whatever he stole from her, and she Mandy's like waiting for her, and Mandy's like, yeah, I I know that I know that your friend stole that from me. He kept bumping into me. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Uh, and uh, let's see. There's a big hole in the. There's a big uh tent. With a sign that this says... This was weird. Why is it... It's like a fumigation tent that is locked with a padlock? It says, be aware of hole. Don't go under the tent. I know you can, but don't do that. And then Amy Pond says, I know I could go under the hole. The I, I know I could just slip under the tent, but I am going to... <laughs> I learned this from my favorite video game. Try she... lockpick butthole. <laughs> she pulls out a bobby pin and picks the lock. It is not a bobby pin. It's like a giant, like, thick metal lockpick. How does she, why, why could she do that? She's got a fucking Morrowind journeyman's lockpick and probe. She has the skeleton key. She did it, uh, yeah, she did the, uh, she did get some good ass Morrowind lockpicking sound effects. Uh, so, it's actually not a hole. Um, I mean, it is. is. There I is mean, a hole. A, there is a hole, but also there's a big, uh, 
There's a big tentacle. Oh, also the, the... I did think this was weird, though, because uh, uh, Mandy's like, oh, don't go in there. It, there's a hole in the road. And Amy's like, but don't you want to know what's under the hole? And Mandy's like, no, we're in a spaceship. We're in a you spaceship. Fall in a hole, in you'll space. just fall. <laughs> like, and then uh, also... It makes sense that they would hide a hole. This is also when... Uh, when uh, Mandy's like, oh, you're Scottish. Amy Fine is Scottish. Oh, you're Scottish? Shouldn't you be on the Scotland ship? Because they went on their own ship. And then doesn't, Amy... Doesn't Amy say, like, yeah, I am. Is that a problem? <laughs> I, I, Amy likes that Scotland has its own ship. She's, she's really Oh, yeah. Boring. Yeah. She's just like, good for us. Yeah. She says, I wouldn't want to be on. We go over to the Scottish ship and everything's just fine. It's just great. <laughs> they just have a normal engine. It's so good. <laughs> it's powered by, like, corn. I really like that they couldn't make an engine for their big spaceship, but everyone else could. <laughs> like, it's really funny. Um, they uh, yeah, go inside so... the tent, and there's a, a smiler, and he doesn't like, he says no, uh-uh. Oh, this like is it. the part also where, where, uh, Amy is like, She's like, I'm I'm supposed to be getting married tomorrow, 900 years ago. I, I wonder what I did. This is a, a real return to form for us because we're talking about a girl named Amy who doesn't want to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Secretlifepod.com. Yeah, so there there is a Smiler like machine inside the tent. They gotta is... keep an eye on it. Like, do they just put these everywhere? <laughs> yeah, they do. It's a police state. <laughs> I guess so. It's just weird. They're not like they don't look very portable. I feel like. Uh, well, we learn later that they they kind of move themselves around, don't they? I guess so, huh? But yeah, there's like a there's like a tentacle poking out of the hole, and it's like swinging around. So she backs out of the tent, and there's a bunch of winders standing Something around her. I really like about this show, and I'm not being. This isn't a haha joke. This is a real thing. I like that it looks like shit. The show looks like shit. And I, I like also it. like that it looks like shit because we're living in a, and I, I don't know what Doctor Who, you know, now parentheses. Now this is 2010. So this is 12 years ago. I don't know if they gave Doctor Who the like Game of Thrones budget where every episode is a billion dollars. And, and it's certainly not. And it still looks like shit, but uh, the show looks like shit and I really like it. I like, there's a lot of practical costumes and makeup and bad yeah, and CGI. I, I, I'd rather something look like just cheap and shitty and clowny than fucking MCU shit where they have a billion dollar budget and everything still just looks bad. No, I really, yeah, like it's, it's, it's genuinely a, uh, it's, it's charming, charming to me. Yeah. That, that it looks like shit and that like most of the monsters are people wearing big goofy masks and makeup, which yeah. are which is good. Um, the makeup yeah. in this show is good. Uh, yeah, so, so, uh, Amy Pond has been arrested. The visual for... effects are terrible. The makeup is good. <laughs> Amy Pond gets arrested for, for going in a tent and looking at a tentacle. That's what they call it a tent, by the way. Great. Um, yeah. They, they like spray her with a knockout gas ring. <laughs> I, I love of, these There's guys. a lot of things in Starship UK that are just like very weird for the sake of being very weird in a way that make me like, now, why would a society develop in this yeah, way? Yeah, I know. It's it. It really is like they're they they read like 1984 and were like, nice. This please. <laughs> this but quirkier. All right, let's do it. Um, this is uh. So then the doctor is uh, checking out the ship's purported engine room. Um, 
quote unquote and he's mm. he, this is our first appearance of the the doctor's iconic sonic screwdriver whatever that noise was that i <laughs> and, made before uh, and the thing about the sonic screwdriver is that if you ask what it does it does whatever the fuck it needs to do uh it's, it's just it's, fine yeah it's fine i like it he's got a little glowy uh toy that he points at things and then it makes it do what he wants it to do it's a show for children um, then we meet the woman in the scary, couraged, cowardly dog mask. <laughs> and, uh, and she, she says that she's also trying to find out what makes the ship go. And she, and, uh, and she, uh, I, lo- I love shit like this because she is like so mysterious and cryptic when she walks over to him. And then like 30 seconds later, she's like, hi, I'm Liz. <laughs> she's like, she walks up and she's like, not many people see the impossible truth in a glass of water. But you do, don't you, Doctor? And um, then five minutes later, she's just like, dum, da, dum, hey, hey, Doctor, it's it's your girl Liz. Remember me? I'm wearing a freaky mask. Um, <laughs> do you like, like my freaky mask? I'm gonna get <laughs> mad about that mask later. He opens the uh, he opens the like engine box, and it's I I do like how. And not to be like nitpicky on this sci-fi bullshit, but this is the engine room for a a entire galactic starship that carries a multiple cities, an entire uh-huh. nation. And this engine room is like got two fuse boxes that are actually yes, empty. Two fuse boxes, each of which has like a big comedy wire, like and that are <laughs> that they're both. Both ends of the wire are like wearing hats, so like that they how can't did be nobody? Up. How did nobody figure this out? <laughs> Well, to be well, I guess fair, they, they had a sonic screwdriver, so no yeah. one else could open them. Right, right, right. Um, so then, uh, the so he's like, "Wait, all this engine shit is fake." This is how he talks. Um, and then, <laughs> all this engine shit is fake as fuck. <laughs> I'd like the show more if he talked like that. It's this fucking time travel bullshit. Um, the scary mask lady, whose name is Liz, gives him a glowing box that'll make a- that'll make him find Amy. I guess. I mean, that's what she said. I mean, it, yeah, I don't really know what the... In the end, it's like a tracking device right. for him, but for him it's but a also tracking for device her. for Amy, question mark. Whatever. And then she says, I'm Liz Ted. He also, w- by the way, he he just slaps the wall and is like, <laughs> hollow. There's nothing in the engine room. <laughs> they didn't even bother to put a fake engine in there. It's, you know, when you've got the cool fucking... Uh, lottery system that they have on this spaceship you don't really need to try hard to hide your this is this is fucking hilarious though because when we learn what the secret of the ship is this tells us it's not that they that the that the ship had an engine that wouldn't work or like they didn't have fuel for it it's that they built the ship which was the entire uk bolted together and then they were just like fuck we don't have an engine (laughs) Fuck! How do we fuck this up so bad? Oh, jeez. Damn it. You know, Um, we probably could have had an engine if we hadn't included Northern Ireland. We should have just let them go with the rest of Ireland. Fuck. Um, So then, yeah, this is when we learned that this woman's name is Liz Ten. Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? I wonder who she is. Um, She's Ben Ten's sister, man. Um, (laughs) This is the part... Listen, everybody, you gotta vote. This is the thing you gotta, we gotta vote. 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 Um, vote. Amy Pond, they have Amy Pond in the, in the database. I don't know why they would have someone from the, 
from like 900 years prior because they've been keeping all the fucking records for the past thousand years and the first thing that amy pond wants to know is did she get married and then it says unknown it is pretty funny that she's like i'm in this fucked up police state children are crying and adults are too did scared I, did I go to through with that comfort wedding? them but did i end up getting married i don't know <laughs> computer load up husband um and then uh, yeah. we and then we get like we get like Jeremy Corbyn too uh explaining <laughs> Oh Jon Snow is still alive. That's nice. <laughs> he's like he's like, you will now be shown the truth of the fucked up city. Afterwards, uh you can press a button to forget what you learned, or you can protest and remember it if one okay. percent Chooses, this doesn't make sense if though at 1% all. If one percent chooses to protest, then everyone will die or something. This is what I'm saying because we find out that everyone on the ship, when faced with the horrifying truth of of the of the ship, they all choose to forget and go on in blissful ignorance. How does that fit with all the stuff about the smilers and right. they're like they feel like they have to? It's it's like, so they know like, that they're in they a know, police state, yeah. just every so often they go into a booth, learn exactly what the nature of the police state is, and then go, no, it's, I'd it's, rather live in a different kind of terror. Yeah, it's literally, like, the probably the least troubling aspect of this society that they live in. I mean, it's I, fucked up, I honestly sure. think that this whole thing could just work a lot better if everyone thought that it was good. Yeah. If this if this was the point is that they think they live in a wonderful utopia in space but but then they are then they see what the truth of it is and they go oh no oh no oh no forget and then and then they wake oh, up I'm and happy. have ah, another great day but like, they they forget and then they wake up ah another horrible the, day the like, why do you want to keep living here like they protest should be, there should be a whole thing like they have like nice like they like the smilers or something yeah like, that they would should, that would that would make the whole thing make like a they shouldn't times be afraid sense. of the smilers. Um, yeah, it, but it they're just all doesn't, very, it doesn't yeah. make sense the way it is. So then Amy gets the bad secret beamed into her eyeballs and she mashes, <laughs> she mashes, uh, forget at light speed. I love how little hesitation she has. It's very This is funny. also hilarious because when she gets it beamed into her eyes in a way that we don't know what she's seeing and then she immediately presses forget, I was like, oh, this is them like doing a little trick so that they can just say it's the worst thing you could possibly imagine but not no. have to tell us what it no we will find out well, what it is and i don't also, think it's i don't understand i don't think it's as bad as she makes it look the way she immediately presses i also forget. don't understand why amy would choose to forget it because this is not her world this is not her civilization like shouldn't she she would think it was bad but it's not like she yeah, I mean, it's fucked up it is bad it's not, she's not burdened with this knowledge of like her day-to-day -day life she's gonna leave this ship at the end of the day she could tell the doctor about it. Um, and really funnily enough, uh, she, before she, apparently this, the spaceship lets you record a message to yourself before you yes, press Yes, there, there's a protest button, a forget button, and then in the middle, a big record button. <laughs> so you could do like a, like an office style interview about how you felt before <laughs> you, uh, but she's like, don't let the doctor know. You've got to get off this ship right now. He wouldn't like it. Yeah, which means also that she is now watching it for the second time. Right. That she what? woke up, watched it, recorded a message to herself, 
went to sleep again, forgot oh, it, woke yeah. up, watched, watched it, it again. again chose to forget it and then as she's forgetting it then it plays the message where she's like just don't watch it again <laughs> this is probably a common... like, i need to record a message to myself god knows how many times i've watched it and forgotten it now this is a common problem in starship uk it's people hitting the forget button and then they get they get forgotten and then they do it again and again and again and again because they keep and then they forget... eventually die of old age yeah. <laughs> They just are sitting in the voting booth. They wake for- up and they're like, why am I like a hundred years old? I'm, aren't I like 20? Anyway, let me watch this video. Oh no, forget. Uh, um, Amy leaves the room and the doctor and, uh, and Mandy are there. And uh, I did think it was kind of interesting. The fact that she, she doesn't forget it and then like fall asleep and wake up with no memory of it. She forgets it. Like as she's watching her own video about how she should forget it. Mm-hmm. so like the doctor walks in and he's like what's going on and she's like oh i i don't know but i think i made a video for myself i don't know <laughs> i just want to know why amy pond was so upset about it it once again I mean, it is it is well, upsetting, this is what we find why... out later is that she's concerned that the doctor will find out the secret and then he will have to make a very difficult choice. It's not for her difficulty, mm. it's for his. Oh, it's almost as if this entire show revolves around the big special boy. <laughs> and that anyone who's normal doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> doctor Who, anyone who's normal doesn't matter. Doctor, The doctor points his 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 special Morwind lockpick at the ceiling and then it tells, somehow it tells him that it wipes people's memories. What the fuck does this thing do? I did like it. doesn't he, even have he like fucking a screen goes, like, on it. Plumber mode and he's like, oh yeah, your classic memory wipe job. <laughs> like what is what is I know it's a Well there's a problem. A, I know it's a show for babies, but where is the information getting to him? Maybe it's like the the like memory wipe mist in the air. He's like, Oh, it looks like it'll get the last twenty minutes it's or like so. It's like a light. It's like a light that makes you forget things. This is also weird because Mandy is like Mandy is here and she's like Everyone chooses the forget button. And it's like, wait, why do you know about this? Because everyone knows that you get to you get to do the democracy. Why does everybody vote? know that there's a dark secret that they all choose to forget? Why that would should you be let, something that yeah. you don't know until you learn it and then and you then forget they, it. And then they kill you or something. Why is it like we will Well actually then the doctor looks at the camera and he says Democracy, am I right? Why do you why do you forget everything except for the fact that there's a horrible secret that you're choosing to forget? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, uh oh my god. Mandy says, How do you know this? Are you Scottish? And the doctor says, No, worse. I'm not human. Sure. And then and then uh the, the by the way though that's again to my like half joke from earlier that the scottish ship just like has an this, engine this does mean that the scottish people on the ship don't even get to watch the film which makes me wonder if they really do just have an engine <laughs> their ship is just regular um oh this is where we get a little bit of lore which once again i think we chose the perfect first episode um, well, we didn't choose. We the the first episode, perfect first Jordan, episode. Jordan, don't chosen, tell them. Where Amy's like, "You look human," and then the doctor's like, "No, you guys look time lord." Um, I t- time- I did know that the doctor was the last time lord. 
I learned something very interesting that I actually had no idea in the whole time that I watched the show, which is apparently this whole all the Time Lords died in a big war thing is a is an invented plot point for for the new series. And that in the old series, like Doctors 1 through 8 or whatever, there was just Time Lords hanging out and they would go and like put on their stupid Time Lord outfits. I'm still unsure if Time Lord is an alien or like a job in another alien race. I think I think it's an alien race from the sound of it. Yeah. Anyways, I, I do like again. He says that that humans look like Time Lords. He says we came first again, implying that he's been fucking through time. <laughs> is that is that what happened? Is that yeah. where the human race came from? Humans used to look very different, and then various Doctors <laughs> Who started fucking them, and then the human babies looked like Time Lords, and now they just look like Time Lords. I really like that we've pluralized, we've already got a perfect pluralization of Doctors Who. I like it. I mean, I still I still don't know what the title means, because everything I always hear is that he's not called Doctor no, Who. No, he's, he's not called the Doctor. He, he's not called Doctor Who, he's called the Doctor. But that just makes me want to know, what the fuck does Doctor Who mean? Every once in a while on the show, they'll look at the camera and they'll go, Doctor Who? And then, <laughs> oh, and then, they, and then it goes, woo, woo, and then everyone claps. Um, so then, yeah, she, she asks if there's other Time Lords. He says, no, it's a long story. And believe me, if I could push a button to forget it, I would. He but says, believe I me, don't. uh, we'll spend many, many episodes exploring what the Time Lords happened, but it'll all come out of order. So none of it will make any sense. Yay. Um, and then he says, all right, uh, time to become Antifa super soldiers. And he hits the pro- protest button and then the floor opens up and they all fall into a big hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except Mandy. Except Mandy. Mandy isn't standing in the booth at the time, uh, so... So she sees the people fall down the big hole when they hit the protest button, but she doesn't, uh... I mean, that's, I guess, information that she's allowed to have. Oh, yeah. I don't think think we uh, mentioned what she explains before they fall in the hole. She says, she's 12, but once you turn 16, you're eligible to watch the film... Every five years. Why? And everyone always watches it and then chooses to forget it. But Why? again, they know that they're choosing to forget it. So they know that there's a big dark secret and it doesn't make any sense. There's big but, scary statues all over the place. But Liz 10 walks up behind. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I got it. When doc- the doctor's falling down the hole a- and Amy, Amy's scared, but the doctor's, he loves, he's, he's having fun. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. so random. Yeah. Which I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind that. I think that that's totally, totally fine to just be like, yeah, this is the kind of shit that he gets up to all the time. I thought you were gonna say this is the kind of shit that he gets off to all the time. I mean, clearly, but not. That's not relevant right now. Uh, Liz Ten walks up behind Mandy with her fucking scary mask on, and uh, <laughs> Happy Halloween. And Mandy turns around and is like. <gasps> And then, and then Liz takes off the mask and she's like, it's only oh. me. And Mandy's like, oh, Liz. Oh, you. Um, hey, this is a funny joke. Um, Which is, hmm. I really like this joke where the doctor makes fun of a part of England, like is the thing he would I do. I had no context for this, but I was like, this seems fucked up. This seems fucked up and it seems even more fucked up for a space alien time traveler to, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> there's one the- thing I've learned from all my time travels, yeah. which is that Lancashire, <laughs> Lancashire is, is a, a fucking dump, <laughs> is a dump forever. <laughs> He's just constantly coming back in to check on Lancashire. 
Oh, still oh. disgusting. Bye. Better, Good better, luck. Wait, wait, wait. I got to find one lucky woman to impregnate before I leave. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Not from Lancashire, though. Gross. Um, and, uh, and then there's, they're like walking on the floor and it's all squishy and garbagey and they're all icky and sticky and gooey. And probably some viewers got really excited Moving about on. this. So he mentions, he's like, but this is interesting. Everything in this trash pile is either food refuse or some other type of organic material like us, which means that these aren't trash chutes, these are feeding tubes, but for what? And then there's a big monster noise, and he says, oh, the ground is all squishy and wet because we're in a mouth and this is its tongue. I get it. And then uh, they see big they big, see big teefies, too. I, like I that. love that they're like... How do we get out of here? And they just like turn five degrees to the left and they're like, oh, it's all, it's There's the giant door. teeth. There's a door though, isn't there? Well, I didn't, I, I didn't really understand what exactly what happens here because basically what happens is. There, well, let me just, the, you know. There's, when you're inside the mouth of a big monster, there's a couple options. You can either go out the mouth, you can go out the other way. Or you can, you know, Pinocchio style, get ejected forcefully. Um, Is that not out the mouth? I thought I thought that the, they like sneezed them out in Pinocchio or something. That's still through the mouth. You sneeze through your mouth? Yes. I mean, the whale does in that instance. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they go. Out they the don't get hole sucked or... up into the sinuses and I ejected go... from the nostrils. I thought they go through the blowhole or something. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. I also haven't my, seen it. My frame of reference is that I, I watched the, the monster Pinocchio. levels of Kingdom Hearts recently. How did Sora, Donald, and Goofy get out of this one? It sneezes them out of its mouth. <laughs> Which, when you sneeze, stuff comes out of your mouth. You're, yeah. Yeah. So, so basically the doctor builds a gummy ship and, uh, well, actually what he does is he points his sonic screwdriver at, uh, at the button that makes you go bleh. And yeah, he says he says that they've they've accidentally triggered its swallow reflex. So instead, he like stimulates something or other to get it to puke. There's a big wave of filth coming their way. And I'm really sh- mad. I'm really mad that we didn't see a giant uvula. Like that just seems like such a no. Like doctor pointing his sonic screwdriver at the. Well, maybe it doesn't have a uvula. You ever think of that? Okay, Stewie Griffin. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Maybe he doesn't have a uvula. I you ever think about that, not Brian? even remotely what I was doing. Brian, you ever think about that, Brian? Brian, that is not. I did not, you ever think did not the do that. Have a uvula? I did not do that. I did not sound like that. Um. So they're all anyway, covered in puke. I, and... I, I have to. I have to take off. We're we're scoring the companions, right? Okay, great. We are. <laughs> okay. I had no, to take sure. Off, I like this. I like this. I had to take off a hundred points from Amy. Uh, <laughs> not that I've been keeping score before or after this moment. If I was in a giant monster's mouth and a wave of vomit was coming towards me to expel me from the mouth, I probably wouldn't scream with my mouth wide open while looking at the vomit. You wouldn't? I think Have I would you... probably want to keep my eyes, mouth, and nose closed. You know, this is an uh this is a uh this is an experience that if only there was a button that would let you forget it. Say ah. Uh, so they end up in a pipe with a door that you go to when the whale yeah, throws up. Yeah, that's what I don't I understand. It like it like vomits them directly into like what a funnel, like a waiting room. 
And there's a button that says, forget the puke adventure you just went on. Which implies that the system is designed for this. Well, just in case the whale throws up after you get fed to it. Um, but later we find out that there's characters who who the whale, it's a whale, spits out and then they just go they somewhere just go, else. They go, yeah, it's unexplained. I'm assuming they just go to child prison <laughs> forever. Um, but anyway, they, they choose to remember the fact that they got puked up just now. And then a bunch they of smi- smilers show up, and, but they get, they get up <laughs> walking around i love the smilers it's just so good because the doctor the doctor it's is so looking funny. at them he's like we're not gonna push the forget button what are you gonna do about they get it, angry and then they get and then they get even angry or they get the super frowny face he's like and yeah then, yeah yeah what are you gonna do about it and then they, and then they just like open up their booths and stand <laughs> up dudes just dudes. It's and then really and then Liz comes in with her two guns and starts blasting yeah, and she shoots them both. She says that the tracker that she gave the doctor to track Amy was also a tracker for her to track him. Okay, fine. Great. Uh, they're like, oh, how How do you, did you choose protest? And she says, I've never voted. I'm not technically a British subject. Wink, wink. Do you get it? I wonder who this is. Uh, he says, how do you know me? She says, my everyone grandpa. in my family has heard the stories. Wink, 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 wink. They walk off as the machines start to get out. I do want to say shout out to the actors who paid who played the Smilers. I thought they had a really convincing, like sort of clockwork mechanism standing up motion. This is what I, I'm telling I honestly you. They was get like, good, oh, that's pretty good. They get good. Uh, they get good results from their their actors and makeup in this show. Yeah. I like it. So they they escape somehow. I don't know how. The only door through, out is the one that you have to forget. But they leave. Uh, well, you know, the doctor's got his open up. He's got his skeleton key. I also don't know how she got here, but whatever. She's the bloody queen. Well, yeah, they walk off together, and she says, she, like, rattles off the story she's heard about him. Drinking with Henry Twelfth, friends with Elizabeth II, knighted and exiled on the same day by Victoria. And so much for the virgin queen, you bad, bad boy. All, by the way, just so you know, every single one of these words, here are the words that are, I'm on the Doctor Who wiki right now on the, for this episode, which is what I'm using to like keep track of the plot. Um, here are the words that are highlighted for this passage. All. Hair, drinking, Henry Twelfth, Vicky, knighted and exiled on the same day. All of these link to episodes, by the way. Uh, and then tea and scones are both highlighted. Elizabeth II. Uh, and then the so much for the Virgin Queen, you bad, bad boy, links to another episode. Yeah, I figured. I figured there's going to be an episode where he fucks the queen. Um, I have to make a, not to like continuity. Um, Sorry? Oh, continuity. Yeah. Like, so she says something about uh, like, oh, her family knows to be on the lookout for a mysterious stranger with a high IQ and the hair of an idiot. Haha, <laughs> wink, wink, Matt Smith. Um, but I don't understand, like, are, is she also making fun of the hair of all the other Doctor Who, ho- Doctors Who, who have existed throughout time? Like, is she making fun of David Tennant's hair? I mean, and Christopher Chris Eccleston's hair is just, he's just got a like, short haircut. He's just got yeah. a short, like, cropped haircut. Like, I guess cares? the implication is that everything the Doctor has done, yeah, it's, I don't know, I don't, this is the part where we're gonna have this problem, is we, like, did all of his time-traveling shenanigans have already happened at this point? Maybe like, Christopher Eccleston Doctor puts put on, on a, a funny wig. wig. He puts on a rainbow clown when he wig. He goes to fuck the queen. <laughs> he 
That's why there's the royal clown fetish. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then this is the pr- pretty cool line. Um, do- the doctor finally, uh, somehow it took him this long. It goes, Oh, you're the Queen Elizabeth, Liz 10, like Elizabeth the 10th. And then, and then Elizabeth the 10th with her two guns that she has. I'm not kidding. She has two guns, bitch. Um, shoots more smilers. And then she says, I'm the bloody queen, mate. <laughs> I get it. Do you get it? She takes them to a quote, high speed Vader. <laughs> I'm always saying that. This is a cool-ass elevator. It goes <laughs> real fast. It's really fast. It's going to be kind of fucked there's up. Like a, you... There's like a... What was what was this? There was just like a window full of tentacles? It reminds me of the things inside of Clanker from Clanker's Cavern from Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> that scared was me it, when I was, was a child. Was like it like an old disused elevator shaft? I don't know what they were inside of. They were just like banging around in a thing. Who could possibly say? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the doctor has a realization. He's like, all these tentacles, the mouth that we were in, it's all one creature. And Liz says, yes, and someone is feeding my subjects to it. God fucking damn it. And the doctor gets kind of shaken by this. And he's like, we never should have come here. Uh, which I feel like that line Skyrim. doesn't fit into anything else that he feels throughout this episode throughout the entire show yeah uh we we cut back to security man hawthorne and he says the queen is in the lower levels initiate the protocols we do the thing we yeah. go back to her room where there's all the glasses on the floor the doctor is like why are all the glasses on the floor and she's oh, they like, also they also got cleaned up uh they're not covered in oh yeah because they were covered in vomit up to this point yeah uh and yeah, he he asks what's up with all the glasses, and she says it's a reminder to herself that her government is up to something, and she has a duty to find out what. And then she's like, "I've been I've spent the last ten years investigating this creature ever since I was forty, and I ascended the throne." Um. Also, this is they, I I love this. Just just everyone needs to be jacking off the doctor at all times. She's like. I've been reigning for 10 years and you've accomplished more than me in one day. I'm like, what if he, he didn't accomplish anything. Right. He, uh, he, he got slimed. That's all he accomplished today. He won a, he won a kid's choice award. <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently they keep, this is very important. They, they slow down Elizabeth the 10th's aging process. Uh, and she says it's so she keeps looking like the stamps. <laughs> Great, pretty ridiculous. Uh, detail, and then, but and I then she it. wears the most. Uh, she wears the most uh, obvious. Like this is a mask you wear. If you, like everyone knows who the queen is, so she puts on a scary mask so that people will wonder. I don't fucking know. It doesn't make any sense because she's like, I wear the mask so that I can get around without being noticed but to she's investigate. the scary mask lady. And she's wearing the rest of her, like, queen regalia. She's wearing a big crown and a and mask. And no she one... walks up to Mandy in her mask and then takes the mask off. She's wearing a big funny crown and a mask and no one's gonna know. But you're telling me that this is a society where the, like... The the adults are so scared of of reprisal that they don't even like comfort a crying child. But you can walk around as the queen in your queen uniform, just wearing a wearing scary a mask. mask, and I the security everyone... will just be like, "Who's that?" Oh well, I don't know. I think I figured it out. This is not just 
scary British police state spaceship. It's also idiocracy, and everyone in the the spaceship is an idiot and is stupid. Mm. Um. Oh, this part sucks. Uh, she shows the doctor her big funny mask, and it's perfectly made to fit her face, which and doesn't the, make any sense. Doesn't make any we'll sense. And, the, and then the doctor goes. This mask, he points a sonic screwdriver, the radiocarbon dating screwdriver at it, and he goes, this is at least 200 years old. Hmm? How does it fit your face perfectly if it is 200 years old? Do you get okay, it? I that, wonder. that comes up in a minute, but yeah, fine. We'll talk about it right now. She, she says that this mask was perfectly sculpted to fit her face, so she doesn't need, like, any sort of strap to hold it on or whatever. And he brings up later that... It's an antique and it's 300 years old. And she's like, yeah, what's your point? Which means that she, she thinks doesn't, that a 300-year-old antique was sculpted. She's like, I don't remember when they sculpted it to my face 300 years ago, but I guess they did. I don't know. Weird. <laughs> doesn't really make sense. Be, really can, everyone on this spaceship is an idiot. That's what I'm telling you. But then more winders walk in. And their faces swivel around, and they've got the big mad smiler faces on them. And the doc, <laughs> this is where the doctor says, half smiler, half human. And I was like, oh, okay, they're called smilers. They're Thank called you. smilers. Now yeah, they're I don't almost know. at the end of the episode. <laughs> I don't know how the doctor, fa- maybe it was written on all the booths. It just says, these are smilers. Maybe he made it up. I don't know. So she's like, on whose authority is this? And they say, the highest yeah. authority, mum. And she says, I'm the highest authority. Yep. And they say, that's right, That's Mom. pretty much it. Let's go. <laughs> and she goes, what is, I, how could that mean? What? And then they go to the Tower of London, which is at like the bowels in the bottom of the ship. <laughs> did they put the, this is the thing that is unclear is, did they put their treasured national landmarks on the ship with it? Because we don't see them from the outside. We don't see like Big Ben. We are meant to understand that they literally dug up the entire island's and bolted them together with metal. But we see the outside of the ship, and there's, like, a big skyscraper, and it says, like, London, and there's another big skyscraper that says, like, uh, one of the other cities that they have on Maybe there. they couldn't get the rights to Big Ben. <laughs> I don't know. It's expensive! <laughs> they charge out the ear. Uh, <laughs> so they go down, and we finally meet Hawthorne, uh, who Liz Tan knows... And, uh, I mean, he and, did call her on the phone earlier. Right, on the funny phone. And then they see child labor happening. There's, like, kids okay. down here. This, this is what I don't get. Okay, here's what's going on. We're about to find out that... This is the dark secret. Yes, the dark secret. First of all, uh, the doctor's like, why are there children in here? I don't think they were doing labor, were they? Oh, no, they they're, were, like, carrying stuff. They're carrying shit. Yeah, they're doing yeah. hard child labor. Once, yeah, so something's never changed. Like, why are there children in here? And Hawthorne says, well, protesters and people of limited value are fed to the beast. Holy but shit! But it won't eat children. This, this is like, once again, when they fix the problem at the end of this, when they press the undo police state button, they're like, what are they throwing, like, disabled people into the, what does that mean? They've been feeding political dissidents and presumably, yeah, disabled people and also just, like, mischievous children who don't do their homework to the beast. But the beast won't eat children, but it will eat the others, I guess. Yeah, it will eat the others. So, like, when does the beast recognize that you are no longer a child? If you you are 16 years old... He's got a very sensitive tongue. Yeah. It's a refined palate for children. So the doctor, he, I hate the taste. he goes quirky mode and he's like, well, depending on your angle, this is either a torture chamber or it isn't. 
and he he shows them that the beast's brain is like in this sort of chamber and it's being zapped with electricity and he says again depending on how you look at it this is either a creature's brain being tortured relentlessly or the ship's gas pedal <gasps> damn they torture the sh- they torture the beast for hundreds of years to keep the ship moving <gasps> wow and and he uh, <laughs> wait do you hear wait 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 do you hear this that's me mashing the forget button this is a secret <laughs> too horrible for me to, to to keep in my brain and he uh I thought this was this was kind of a cool little moment though is when he like uses his sonic screwdriver to bring the beast's screams of agony to an audible frequency that they can hear. Hey, this fucking sucks, guys. I really don't like <laughs> Stop this. It! Stop. Stop. Ow. Ow. Wow. This is when the this is when uh Liz is like, I hate this. This fucking sucks. And then the doctor is like, hey, did you know that you're actually like 200 years old? Yeah. Again, I don't know how she thought at the same time that they sculpted it to her face and that it's 300 years old. But and then it's revealed. He tells her that she's been 300 or she's been 50 for 300 years. And then and then that all of the things that we've seen all the scary shit it was all they were all working for her the whole time this is this is what i don't get though because she watches a video of herself much like amy did earlier she watches a video of herself uh on a computer screen this time her buttons say abdicate and forget and the video is her being like uh she explains the plot but before we get to the plot basically she says like blah 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 horrible things but we need this so i trust that you will do the right thing and it's like okay fine like needs the many needs the few is it okay for one creature to suffer for everyone else to flourish okay they're not but whatever they're not yeah they're in a police state but okay but why in order for this to work did she liz 10 also have to set up a system with smilers throwing children to die and disabled people and disabled people and political dissidents like why she's so complicit in this shit and yeah i mean they literally tell her she's like who told you and she and they're like you did mum. and she's like what but she did like she did what the fuck she's she's incredibly evil there's a button that says either you can forget or you can abdicate which apparently in this instance means kill the whale but to me it just means that she steps down as queen and that's apparently okay but okay but okay but okay but okay fine Let, let's explain okay let's explain so, what's going on which is when that- when the earth was being devastated and attacked by big solar flares and every other country uh got on their funny spaceship and took off and it was all very she, zany she literally says that the people of the uk were the last left on earth it's so fucking funny it's my favorite thing about this episode is the implication. I, I cannot emphasize enough the thought of the southern half of ireland lifting up into the sky 
every leaving other, a perfect line like, across like the even ground. the countries that have like a gdp of two dollars or whatever like they managed to make the spaceship before the uk like that was their <laughs> will their drive to get away from the united kingdom everyone and be, came together as a planet ex- but they excluded the uk it was the first t- instance of real charity in the history of it's our starship planet. uk and starship rest of earth <laughs> And, and then as they all, all that was left was the UK and the smoking ruins of America that have been there for dozens of yeah. centuries. <laughs> and then as they were all like, damn, this sucks. Oh, my God. And the children are like, oh, my God, God, I hate this. Um, a big, funny space whale called the, the Last Star Whale. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I hope you don't torture me for hundreds of years. <laughs> He show, it showed up like a miracle, they say. That's important. The, it's a yes, miracle. The, the last star whale. They Legends say that the star whales used to guide travelers through space, but this is the last of its kind, and it came to save the people of the UK, so we and they up. rode it to safety, <laughs> and then at some point they started electrocuting its brain. Why did they do that? The whale also, didn't need to do the that. The whole thing of this... Is it's not it's not like they're like this is the power source. If we lose the power of the star whale, we'll all die in space. It's just no, on the whale. It's the gas pedal. Why do they need to keep moving? Yeah, where are they going? <laughs> where are they going? Why does it matter that they keep going? Like, didn't they at least at least include a line where they're like, and we need to find a permanent place See, to I, land? What or I we'll- remember. I distinctly remember them saying a whole thing about this is like a temporary, they're going to go back to the earth after it's calmed down. So maybe they could have done a thing like they need to steer the whale back to earth. Yeah, and, but they're not is the other thing. But they but they could have said that and that would have made much more sense. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, there's, there's so a- many things that could have made this make sense and none of them are in the <laughs> what? episode. What? This is like Tom Foss behavior. Like, why did they decide to torture the whale? Yeah, he's like, here, I'll bring it into an audible frequency. (laughs) Boo. They're still making Kylex Y references? Yes. Uh, So then the doctor, this is when the doctor does his make the, press the button that makes you say Gaku um, on his screwdriver that that does that. I need to stop making jokes about how the screwdriver just does things. It's gonna, it's gonna be like the only joke we make on the show if if that if we let this happen. I haven't said anything about it yet. I know. I said I need to. I didn't say you. I said I need to stop doing that. The doctor then goes sicko mode and he says he's gonna he's gonna like make the whale go vegetable mode so it mm-hmm. can still move, but it'll like but be also, again like Liz Liz on the screen the the past Liz who voted to forget says to present Liz. That she needs to choose to forget and stay the untainted queen of Starship UK. She's pretty tainted. She set all this up. Like, the whole thing is so fucked. Everyone is, like, miserable in a dystopia. And she's like, yeah, but, you know, at least we don't know what the specific problem is. Yeah. Um, okay, so... This, so- is, this is where Amy says that, uh, oh, no... The doctor is the one who understands what Amy did and why. He says, because she's like, I can't believe I would have voted to forget this. And he's like, well, you were trying to protect me from having to make an impossible choice between the remnants of humanity and a tortured, innocent creature. 
And I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill the whale now. Um, and he gets really angry with her. Yeah, here, this where is where he like, goes. Like, you never decide for me what I deserve to know. Amy, Amy, <laughs> they're still referencing jerking it. Um. So yeah, he's like angry and mad, and also Amy says a thing like, "Remember, you're a doctor. Remember your Hippocratic oath." And he's like, "Not like that." <laughs> That's not what it means. I, I, I did. I liked this point where he, where she's like, "I, I don't even remember doing it," and he's like, "It doesn't matter. You did it. You still did. It doesn't matter that you don't remember it." And then he you says, "I'm still gonna... the person who made that choice." <laughs> he says, "I'm going to so take he, you back." So he basically says, "Like after this, I'm taking you back, and you get, you're going to fucking get married. You're going right? to get married. You're shitty. You're going to get married." <laughs> I don't remember if at at this point in the show we even know the guy that. Amy is married. Well, I don't know either. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, so as the doctor is going to kill the whale, he's not, he's not going to kill it. He's he's not going to kill it. He's going to, he's going to make it, he's going to put, make the whale be like comatose forever. Yes. He's going to electrocute it in a way that will leave it alive, but unfeeling and unconscious forever. So it can forever be zapped into moving the ship forward. Very nice doctor. Um, Amy Pond looks at all the happy, and, clapping, you know, I, smiling I, I, children. I, I, he does say, like, what does he say? He's like, I'm gonna, ha- I can't keep calling myself the doctor after this, right. but this is the closest thing that there is in this situation yeah. to a positive outcome. And it's like, that's, that's something. Fair. That's something. As, as, so as he's setting up the I don't really know whale... what the title of doctor means to him, but maybe yeah. I'll find out at some point. I don't know. Um, as he sets up his whale... <laughs> killing machine uh amy pond sees all these happy clapping smiling children and all the dead disabled people that the whale ate and she has a realization and she's and and um she sees like one of the clankers cavern tendrils like hugging a child i do want to mention that in order for her to have a brain blast she needs to think back to the doctor telling her that sometimes you have to think about things Remember, she's Amy. like, "What can I do right now?" <gasps> I know thinking. It's a show for children. <laughs> so yeah, they see little. No, Timmy is here, right? Timmy's yeah, Timmy back. Is, Timmy, Timmy is here, but he doesn't seem to like recognize Mandy, which makes me wonder: like, did he did get he, mind wiped? It's the, very weird. Um, but yeah, the Clanker's Cavern tentacle comes up, but mm-hmm. instead of like being evil, it like. <laughs> touches a child <laughs> it literally it like waves its it waves the tentacle around like it's about to attack her but then it goes like ha and then it just like lightly pats her on the shoulder <laughs> very nice and then it helps her with her homework amy's like wait a minute doctor you are the last of the kind of a alien space and you are there to help the children what if the whale is just like you and it which was just- is also i mean for the hundred millionth time this episode, things that don't make sense that there's so many contrivances in order to jam this premise into the episode. The whale came to save them, and then and they were they like, just... yay, thanks, and now to torture you to make you work for- It's clearly helping you! See, my thing I th- keep thinking about is the part where she keeps uh, comparing the whale to the doctor, and then she looks over and the doctor is picking political dissonance out of his teeth. Oh, I thought you were going to say that he's dumping hundreds of dollars into a gotcha game. What? What? He's a whale? Oh, okay. Anyways, um, so she's like, wow, you are there to help crying children, and the whale is just like you. Uh, And then she she, uh, 
tells the doctor that he's got to stop killing the whale. And then she mashes, uh, that she, sorry, she makes Liz 10 mash the abdicate button. And which, then the ship starts shaking and then it stops. And then Hawthorne looks at the we're monitors. We're going and faster goes, than ever we're before. We're going faster now. <laughs> which, once again, I don't understand the aim of where are they taking the ship. We gotta go so fast. <laughs> we gotta go. And then Amy's like, yeah, you weren't zapping the pilot's brain anymore. It was gonna, it did this of its own free will. You that idiot. also means, by the way, that the whale, the second they stop torturing it with no hesitation, is hey. just like, thanks guys. <laughs> About damn time! Either that or it's like, oh, finally, setting course for the fucking sun. (laughs) That would be the funniest ending. It's just... You see, once you stop torturing the... (laughs) 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 Can that be our outro music? (laughs) 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 Star Trek Deep Space, or the TNG... The credits. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the, they just, <laughs> they just stopped torturing the whale. The whale's like, thanks. <laughs> thanks, guys. I'll go faster for Don't you. Don't forget to keep feeding me political dissidents and disabled people. That's my <laughs> I fuel. I still get hungry though. <laughs> and the Amy, whale, yeah, Amy the points whale's... out to them. She's like, you guys, you fucking idiots. The whale came to save you. Why did you start torturing it? Can't help it. We're like, English. Like, like, at what point in the process they were like, okay, the whale's here to save us. We've it, it has put our our country on its back and flown us into outer space. That was awful nice. Now start zapping the brain. <laughs> and then one more time, Amy Pond says, you are the it, whale. The whale, like, starts to slow down. It's like, hey, I'm gonna take a quick nap. And they're like, the whale's slowing down! We gotta start zapping the brain! <laughs> it's every... It's, you know, they stop doing it regularly, but they do give it a little motivation every now and then. <laughs> um, so, after this, they've decided that they will now fully dismantle the police state, tell everyone everything. Um, I guess... I love I guess that, yeah, the, she says... Done Amy tells the doctor, uh, the queen has ordered the truth be revealed to everyone on Starship UK. Presumably that means that all the Scottish people are going to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Why? Why are they doing that? The, the secret, by the way, which is so horrific that if you knew, it's like QAnon, like the, they, you go to the hospital when you learn the truth. It's so horrifying. Um, but apparently everyone's going to be fine with it. And also (laughs) they're all just going to be like, Oh, that's what I was voting to forget every five years. Once again, did this, like, are we done with the whole, you die if you do your homework badly? No, no crying in the, on the high street. Are I there also want to be... know, did, was it, was it the queen who built the computer that has a button for her to push that does nothing? Also, are there going to be a bunch of unemployed winders? With smiler heads on the back, like, are they gonna just have to get normal jobs? Also, also, the thing about where they said, like, if 1% of the people on Starship UK vote to, to, uh, protest, then the whole, the whole thing will come to an end. That was just a lie, because they push the protest button and get dropped into hell. Yeah, they all die. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. It's a weird episode. But yeah, uh, so she says, uh, you know, the Star Whale's sadness and pain and loneliness only made it kinder. 
just like you. You. Remember when I said that five times already? You said it so many times. So they they hug, and she says, gotcha, which I assume is a reference to the previous episode, which we will, statistically speaking, not Never watch. Never watch, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. Um, oh, Liz Ten gave Amy Pond her 300-year-old mask now. Did um, she? Yes, she has oh, a mask. I missed that. Um, and... Uh, see, I was hoping there'd be, like, a room of Dr. Souvenirs where he puts it and it's like, look, and here's Winston Churchill's balls, and here's the famous mask. He gave them to me as a memento after I <laughs> fucked him. It's just all the people he's fucked. He takes a souvenir. Um, oh, and then, uh... The doctor does point out that if Amy Pond's hunch was wrong, she would have she would have killed everyone. Yeah, but she's just like, yeah, well, if your hunch was right, then you would have killed a whale. If only they had a machine that lets them go back in time and undo their past mistakes. No. Okay. I I do like uh, this line when they, they go back to the TARDIS and he's like, we've got a big day tomorrow. When you have a time machine, you can just skip all the ones that are. I like that. I like that line. I, I, I like that. it. I like it. That was, it's that fun. was good. That's, this is very much like, I think that good Matt Smith, he can be kind of zany and quirky and not too tumblery random. And I like yeah, that. I don't, line. I don't think he's like bad the whole episode. Like no. he can, he can be a little annoying, but I think when he's not being too much, I, I do like him. I think yeah, he's, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Um, then yes. I mean I I don't I don't remember if I said I like the part where oh I didn't even mention it when when uh he's like getting pretty agitated as he prepares to like zap the whale's brain to death and Amy is like oh but doctor and he he like gets really angry and and yells like I don't want to hear anything more from any humans today I liked that I thought that was a cool yeah. little moment yeah you know the doctor is an interesting character um, yeah. Sometimes the show is a little too obsessed with it being about him in a way uh-huh. that I don't like. Um, they go back on the TARDIS, um, and <laughs> they get us literally a phone call, which I am obsessed with the doctor, the TARDIS having a phone on it that anyone can call. Don't know how that works. Uh, well, I maybe, like, yeah. I love the exchange here where, where she answers and she's like, uh huh. It's the prime minister. Which one? Which one? The British one. Sorry, which British one? As she hands him the phone and says, it's Winston Churchill. Oh. And Winston Churchill is there and he says, we have an urgent situation here. And we just see the silhouette of a Dalek in his so office. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you, this is a pro Dalek space. I fucking love them. I love their stupid plungers. They're so weird. I they, love Their like, design feels so it's, dated. It's perfect. I'm like... I don't know if they ever changed that. I know they've like make different looking Daleks and stuff and like big ones and little tiny ones or whatever, but perfect design. I love that the, the scariest monster in the universe is a dumb 1960s fucking beep boop robot. Exterminate. Exterminate. You will never, you will never hear me say a bad thing. Well, the way the show handles them, notwithstanding, I love the way that they look. Um, and then Amy Pond writes a nice poem about the whale, and she reads it on an elevator, I guess. Yeah, I don't know Vader. what that was. She's like, the beast below is good, wonderful thing. I, yeah, I, I don't know if she is, is she a poet? Does she always end the episode with a little poem? I don't know, but there's one <laughs> more think thing. That that, you think that, you 
you're telling me that you think every episode that Amy Pond is on, she reads a little poem that she writes? I mean, maybe. I don't know why she did it here. When you kill all the dinosaurs, it's a difficult thing. But the worst part is when the loss has a sting. I'm just saying, I have one point of data, and it's this one, and she reads a poem at the end of the episode. Sure. I don't know why she did it if she doesn't usually do it. Killing Hitler is the right thing to do. But gilling Bittler... <laughs> what about you? <laughs> um, and then at the end of the episode, uh, after they're going to go hang out with Winston Churchill, a, a massively horrible person, um, they uh, we see the outside of the star whale... And, uh, and we talk about how they think, we think back on how everyone's going to be happy and they decided to dismantle their police state and stop killing disabled people. And then a, a crack in the fabric of reality opens on the ship. Wait, and we'll, yeah. Was that a crack in the fabric of reality? It's a crack in the fabric of something. And then that's I thought it. that they were just showing like, uh oh, but the ship is in trouble. And I was like, <laughs> you fucking no wish, way. They're idiot. not coming back to this ship. No. <laughs> You will never find out what this means. Never. Never, never, never. So you're telling me that that's what it is, is that they broke reality in some way, is what that was supposed to convey. I will say nothing about what this crack is, except that it's not a crack on the side of the ship. Okay. (laughs) Um... Yeah, it's uh, gonna be really one... funny. It's gonna be really funny as we watch this show and just various episodes. Every once in a while, we'll watch an episode and it's gonna end with this happening, and it'll be like, or the next episode we watch will be the one that explains what this is. It's very <laughs> exciting. I I, I want to say one more thing about stuff that I don't know what it means that I maybe I'll find out eventually is when they get on the TARDIS. She's like, Doctor, have you ever run away from anything before? And he says once a long time ago and then they move on and i don't know what he's talking about but maybe i'll find out someday i was i'm assuming that he's talking about his his plan love him but... and leave him yep <laughs> oh vicky <laughs> you were that you were one of the best yeah, i've run away from things a whole lot of times and he just pulls out like a photo album of all the all the royals <laughs> i fucked them all oh my god he's it's like a, it's like he's a collectible He's just trying to trying to get as many of them as he can. And I, I think I mentioned this at the top, but ending the episode with a next time on Doctor Who was so funny to me because it's like, next well, time. Is- and they meet Churchill and he's like, we've got cool new weapons. I call them the Ironsides. And they're like Daleks in like military paint. And I'm like, someday maybe, someday, we'll, maybe find we'll find out. Someday maybe we'll find out. Yep. Um, <laughs> now... I think I think it would be a good idea for us to well first of all uh how did you like our first exposure to Doctor Who? I thought it was overall entertaining to watch. There were some things that were infuriating, but for the most part I thought it was it was good enough. I agree. This is a middle of the road episode. Um we will be seeing a whole lot of episodes just like this. Um, I will say that there are more middle of the road and bad episodes than there are good episodes, but <laughs> I'll be very excited you, when we hit. Hmm? Would you like me to push a button that says randomize? And I tell would you absolutely. What our next episode yes, is? that's what I was hoping we could do. All right. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I'm intrigued by the fact that it is. It ends with an A, which means we're getting a part one. It sounds like. Oh fuck! What's the episode called? 
Uh, we are going to be watching Series 6, Episode 5, The Rebel Flesh. The Rebel Flesh. So this is going to be another... This is going to be another Matt Smith episode, I think. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, oh, <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to uh, have a new companion next time. We will still have will Amy, we? it says. Yeah, we'll have, a, we'll have another guy. We'll have Rory. Rory. I wonder who that is. Um, all right. Sounds good. We don't have any, uh, we don't have any, uh, questions or anything. No. Um, so maybe we'll do I some. I mean, nobody other... knows that we're doing this. Exactly. This is a secret podcast. Um, but we will be back next time to watch this episode, I guess, and we'll figure out what we do later <laughs> when our but podcast is a secret are, anymore. We are hosted on noisebase.xyz, where you can find other podcasts such as, again, we are legally required to shout out the Island Shuffle. Yeah. Who watch Lost in a yeah. random order. That one sounds way worse to watch out of order than this one. <laughs> <laughs> except that there's probably a lot more really good episodes than this has i would imagine <laughs> that's true probably what else can you listen to on noise space uh you can listen to uh wow cool robot about gundam you can listen to diet coke and lilith's house of snacks and one more you can listen to fear baiting or wait another one that i was just thinking about you could listen to Special Grade Snacks about Jujutsu Kaisen. You could listen to the new show Gay Friends Chainsaw Dog Sanctuary about Chainsaw Man, which I've watched the first episode of, and it was good. I Chainsaw Man, Ch- Chainsaw Man is like the anime that I... I know that there are anime that I don't know anything about. Like, there's lots, most, most of them, I would say, I don't know anything about what they're about. But somehow Chainsaw Man is the one that I know the least about. Well... Let me tell you, I went into it knowing absolutely fuck all about it, and it was good. I liked it. Like, like if you ask me, hey, do you know what? My sister turned into a spider, and I'm her husband? Is about, I think I could give you a pretty good guess of what it's about. <laughs> to be fair, I think you could probably say as many things about that as about Chainsaw Man. There is a man, <laughs> man? who has chainsaws. <laughs> See, I didn't know that the man had a chainsaw. I only knew that there was a chainsaw dog. Chainsaw dog. Anyways. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, well, I'm very excited to uh, continue watching this show. I think it's going to be very funny. And I, fun. I also think it's going to be very funny. And like we say at the end of every episode. <laughs> yeah. Whovians. No. Get in the TARDIS That's what we again. say at the beginning. Give it another try. Oh, I, I got it. 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 And as we say at the end of every episode, it's bigger on the inside. No, that sucks. It's bow ties are cool. Fezzes are cool. Uh, Fish fingers and custard. This is hard for me because I have nothing. I have no references to work with. Exterminate. Uh, keep your keep your keep your keep your friends close and your companions closer. Have a whale of a time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Torture a whale. Ba 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 